What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. Stubbed my toe this morning, Paul. Badly? No, I did a really good job at it, actually. Oh, did you? Okay. You like that? Like you whack? Like what does that mean? I mean, did you break anything? Did I did I stub my toe badly? Yeah, the mean. Yeah. No, no, I did analyze that. I did a very good job at stubbing my toe. toe. I I I hurt myself. It hurt. Gotcha. A bit. Okay. It's one of those things like uh, it's a universal thing. It's like uh, walking around with wet socks, you know, walking around sock feet, and all of a sudden you step on something wet. Gross. It is right. It is gross. Stub my toe barefoot this morning. And for those of you that have, uh, this is a cringe warning. It ripped the nail off the bed just a little bit. Ew. And so, in order to be able to clean under there. I clipped off the toenail while biting down on a broom handle. <laughs> oh god damn it, it hurts so bad and it's still it's throbbing right now, but I needed to get in there and clean it like cuz your feet what did are you fucking hit your toe on. Oh, this is the funny part. Now it gets funny. A boot. A boot that I should have what? About a boot. <laughs> one boot, das boot. No, that's boat. Yeah. Uh one one boot, a shoe. It's a boot this. It's, it's a boot a, it's that. A, it's, it's a boot democracy. It's a, uh, yeah, it was a boot. And it just, I hit the heel just right. And I'm like. So this must have been a heavy boot. I mean, it's, a, it's like a work boot kind of thing. You must have been going full full stride. Then. I had to like, pee. It's like, 545, man. I mean, but you were at a whack. You just hit this boot. Yep. Full full stride. Oh, God damn it. So there's that's how my day started, folks. Okay. Okay, but uh, uh, I was reminded of a funny thing because Paul and I are going to go and experiment with uh, his new projector. Oh yeah, and by your, the way, his power bank. For, this is for you people out there. Ooh, you people. What we're gonna should we tell them? To, we should lean in. Why we're doing this? Uh, yeah, go for it. Uh, so I'm with a group called Kingman Main Street. I'm actually the vice president of Kingman Main Street, and we our latest project is um, uh, a walkabout with Jim Hinckley. This is a um, uh, Kingman Downtown Historic Tours and. Uh, at the in front of the railroad depot downtown Kingman, Arizona, you'll see right now is being built what we call the Depot Plaza with a lot of bricks out there and some landscaping and this curved area and some benches and it's going to have a sculpture of uh, Jim <laughs> sculpture sculpture of Jim sculpture of Jim a bronze uh, and it, and it's it's the starting of this uh, downtown self guided QR code. Joe, turn me down because I'm overmodulating. They can't hear that, so you don't have to comment on it. Okay, sorry. That's only in our our headphones because oh. you are fucking loud. Gotcha. Um. Uh, and that's the starting point of uh, these historical points of interest downtown. Self guided QR code with your smartphone or other device uh, that will scan. <coughs> excuse me. That will scan these um, QR code to these points of interest, historic buildings, places, things like that. So that's happening May twenty seventh. It's going to be a really cool addition to downtown. It like is. a real, yeah. it's such a neat concept, and I absolutely love the uh, blending old shit and new technology. Right. It's a new uh, and Steve Lasour from My Marketing Solutions. I think it's the name of his company uh, is doing the tech for this. And if you go to Kingman Tours, you can check out kind of how it works. Kingman Tours. Right. And uh, and so. On May 27th, which is a week from this Friday, um, there's the the unveiling of this uh, sculpture and tours event going on from 3 to 10 p.m. And also we're having some bands down there. And it's the inauguration, the inaugural National Road Trip Day. So the Road Trip Day, I'm sorry, the National Day people are going to be here. And they're going to be uh, uh, having a uh, proclamation of the inaugural National Road Trip on 66, Andy, Andy Devine. Stage will be set up there, and this is where we're getting to the point of the of the. Um, so those of you that have uh, gotten drunk at Sporties or El Palacio, or just in the alley behind El Palacio or Sporties, you guys will know where the, the there's a vacant lot at Fourth uh, Street and Andy Devine. It was a cool old building there for years. Yeah, and they had to get rid of it. Well, yeah. but yeah, they got rid of it probably forty years ago. Yeah. Uh, and but it looks like a parking lot right now. Yeah, it looks like a parking lot that you can't park in. It looks like the right. world's most exclusive parking lot because there's right. you know it's chained and or there's yeah. uh, whatever Take cable around. It, yeah, yeah. So uh, the lovely owner of uh, Sportsman's Bar here in Kingman, uh, Teddy, she is allowing 
use of that. Yeah. Um, so, so, so for this space, event, it's right there. You can from that space, you can see the uh, train depot and where this uh, t- depot plaza is. We thought this would be a perfect place to yeah. have this event. We're going to have a, a kind of a car show or classic cars there, which I know is not. It's very unusual for Kingman to have classic cars. Hey, Kingman has a very strong car, col- they do. car culture they in this do. town. They they really do. So that'll be there. We're having a couple bands there. We're having uh, the uh, uh, Sound Hole Plus. <laughs> it's Jeremy. But that's, that's <laughs> Jeremy Foss, Curtis Larson Plus. Which are fun. He plays the Cajon. Julia. Then there's uh, Jeremy Foss with his acoustic uh, rend- renditions of... Uh, Usually, kind of '90s rock stuff. Do a lot of sometimes, yeah. Doing some classic stuff too. Yeah. I told him to kind of have a, like a like a traveling theme if he wants because it's going to be National Road Trip Day, so he's all about that, I think. And then uh, Julia is the plus because Julia's going to be singing, so it's Sound Hole Plus, and uh, she'll be playing. And not not the not Swill Hole, <laughs> which was a name that was tossed around. I right. say it was tossed around. I'm pretty sure it was tossed up and shot down pretty quickly. Swill Hole, like a uh, skeet, like just up the. Pull, boom, shot down. Yeah, quickly. just done. <laughs> uh, and then somebody else came up with Alt J, which is Julia's alternative band from the Swillers. Uh, and I'm like, you guys you can't call it Alt J. Like, but think of how many people would show up because Alt J is a very popular band, right? So it's funny though is that Jeremy and Curtis um, have multiple names for. The- <laughs> they don't give a shit. The men of a certain age, man. Right. I, that's aw- that was I, your idea, wasn't uh, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember if it was my, it might have been Crystal's idea, but it was definitely my idea to get the old photos, like the high school yearbook photos, and do the promo materials, which I still have. Those are great. In case we ever need to do it again. And we should, we should just make t-shirts for ourselves of their images on shirts and just walk around with it. And put a tour on there and just put one date. And it would just be Blackbridge. <laughs> I'm like, hey, where'd you get? Oh, you guys are playing. Didn't you get? A, did you get a shirt? Men of a certain age. Because I was like, Jeremy Foss and Curtis Larson are <laughs> men of a certain age. And, and there it was, was, was another one and too. Fucking Foss, Jeremy, shout out to you, bud, because you definitely had Dave Mustaine hair, and I fucking I I Hilarious. love you for it. And Curtis, Curtis, that pencil thin mustache, man, it works for you. Bring it back. It was so, great. So they agreed finally to play this event. Finally, it, you, you sound like you were haranguing them for years to play this event for at least twenty minutes. No, it was a while. <laughs> and and, uh, and they finally, well, okay, we'll do it, and we'll have Julia sing. Okay, well, I need a band name. Oh, we'll figure it out. Okay, fine. And then weeks go by, and then now people are asking me, "Hey, who's playing at your uh, thing?" Well, it's uh, I don't know, have the name. Swill hole. <laughs> it's what about this? Well, yeah, it's so important to figure it out. <laughs> And after a while, I go to all these countless meetings about this event, and the topic comes up eventually of what bands are playing. And I'm sitting there furiously typing to the the three people going, you guys need to give me a name. I don't care what it is. I need a name for the band. So then I think Jeremy said, fine, it's going to be Sound Hole Plus. Like the plus sign. No, I think that's great. It's a it's simple. And we're having the painters with a Z. That would be um, uh, they're playing last or second, whatever. Two two bands. That's uh, Leonard Interiors Interiors. band. One of his many bands. Yeah, and he calls it because he he really wanted me to see him, and I kind of got a little nervous about it because the style. He goes, we're kind of redneck bluesy reggae, like this fusion kind of went. Really, I went all right. I said, it was this kind of National Road Trip Day and a family event, and I don't know about So I went out there and saw him, and I, did we talk about this already in this podcast? I don't know. Went out yes. there and saw him at, uh, I'm talking about it again because the event's coming up. Um, saw him at uh, uh, Sporties. Right. And they're really good. Of course, Leonard's good. He's not going to dick around with what? shit musicians. Right. No, anybody who plays with uh, Leonard is just instantly better. Right. So I was impressed, and then I... Uh, since it's right around the corner, it's right there in the same basic building during a break. I said, why don't you guys come out? I'm going to show you where the where the venue is. And they were they had no idea it was going to be in that big lot up against the wall with the stage and all that right. shit. And they were like, oh, shit. And then I told them a little bit about the history of the Beale Hotel. That's the back, that's the wall of the Beale right there. And I said, uh, Charles Lindbergh stayed in this hotel. So did Amelia. And they were like, what? Yeah, that's what this tour is all about. That's what we're doing all this for. And we're... And they had no idea. Well, this is really, really cool. I had no idea. I said, yeah, it's a historic event, and you guys are on the first one. Maybe it's going to be an annual event, National Road Trip Day. Maybe we'll do it again next year. Which, by the way, is going to be the always be the Friday before Memorial Monday. Right. Memorial Day Monday. Um, so one of my thoughts was finally getting to the point of the damn projector. Jesus. 
So Paul and I are going to be miscreants and go downtown to test out the projector. Right. We're getting permission tonight when it gets dark enough. And there's not a lot of direct light. There's no direct light on that wall at all. So I don't it stays think so. dark. Yeah, yeah. I already checked it out a week or so ago. So I have a new projector and a new power bank over there. We're going to go there. We're going to set up with our chairs. and We're going to watch. Ready for this, everybody? I'm going to watch Top Gun. Okay. <laughs> I also loaded up other things on this flash drive. Right. One of them is the Apollo 11 documentary. Oh, nice. That's in full 1080p. I figured you you get your jollies off that. What we really need to do, you know what we really need to do, that will be great, we can't do this right now, is to bring my sound system down there. Because it's for the Apollo 11, I'm sure they have it slow motion off the pad, rumbling. We're, you know, for the long I've got a the, better sound system. What? Yep. I'd have to drive a forklift over oh. from the back of Blackbridge, <laughs> but I could do it. But you know what I mean? If if, we, if the rocket were just huge on there, rumbling yeah. speakers in there, that's the most impressive part about all those 1960s footage of the Saturn V. If you believe in that sort of thing. Yeah. If they, mm-hmm. well, they, they just took off and just they fucked around for a while and then came back. They're, they're like just, killing time. Like, they just like when your mom around. told you to clean your room and you stuffed everything under your bed and you're like, I got to make it look like I spent at least an hour right. doing this. Right. I could tell anyway. Like if you drop your girlfriend or your husband or your wife off to go shopping, you're just going to take the car to go to go to the coffee shop and 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 kill kill a few gallons of gas while they're shopping. You don't want to you don't want to hang out in the store with them. So that's what the Apollo Wow Paul the Saturn Fives did. It's really telling about your relationships. <laughs> no, they just they took Look, off. You I'm could, tired you of you. I want you to fucking go inside and go shopping while I drive around and think about a life that doesn't so closely resemble hell. Actually, they they went around to the backside of the moon and just waited. Yeah, while. they didn't land. They, yeah, just, they just hung, wait, out. hung out, yeah. and then they came back. Well, they wrote an album that they sold to Pink Floyd, <laughs> and that album, folks, became Animals. <laughs> no, it doesn't quite work. That's not That's not how that no. So if, if some of you already have heard this, obviously, by the time we have tested this out, but maybe you will have seen us in a couple chairs out there. In that now room. you'll understand why Paul and I got arrested, downtown Kingman, right. for disturbing the peace. There With our little tiny speaker. There ain't, no, there ain't no Top Gun watching out here at night. We can't be having buildings. We got. We don't like you, Tom Cruise types. We got ordinances around here. We got ordinance against people like you. <laughs> there's no, there's no law enforcement in in Mojave County that talks like that. I know. I I, I would die laughing if one did, and probably get arrested just for right. laughing at a cop, which I think is so illegal. So we'll be there until we get get tired or get kicked out. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure why they would kick you out. It's private property. Oh, the only person that can kick you out is like if someone I mean, complains. Like if somebody, I have some, I have some, uh, you know, some uh, drifters there that are. Watching my thought, movies. I'm, I'm wondering what the people who sit next to the window in El Palacio are going to think. They're going to be like, what? "We well, didn't hear about the movie. What's playing? We should have a like, sandwich board out there tonight. Tonight's <laughs> 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 this evening's matin- not now, matinee. Now, I, I do love. Do you want me to get out in front of everybody? Like, all right, folks, t- tonight's showing will be Top Gun, the one, seminal one, classic. It's only one dollar. <laughs> get in trouble, you start charging yeah, people money for someone else's stuff. Now, I have seen Gorilla Drive-in stuff. I've actually participated in one in uh, mm-hmm. Dayton a few years ago. Yeah, where uh, you have somebody that has a little FM transmitter, like you would use for a. Uh, remember the FM transmitters for cars? Like they didn't have a tape deck oh, yeah. or a CD player or whatever, and you plug it into your phone or your CD player or whatever. Right. You can take those and plug it into, say, a laptop, and that laptop plugs into a projector, and or like in your case with your projector, just plug, just throw the USB stick in there, mm-hmm. and your sound out, and it starts broadcasting. And you tell everybody what frequency to tune in on eighty-eight point one or whatever right. in their cars, and they just pull into a vacant lot and watch a movie or TV show or something on the side of a wall, like the side of a building. So one of my, I don't know if I brought this up to you at all, but this has to get fixed out here first. But one of my ideas. Was to do the same thing on the other side of this. But a fly-in. Yeah, but people right? could fly yeah. in and kind of park in a semicircle out there outside the hangar and watch a movie in their airplane. Do you know how many people, uh, for all the tens of people that listen to this podcast, there I've had I've been approached by literally dozens of people, at least two dozen people, say, "Hey, uh, what do I got to do to get a spot out there for a hangar movie?" And there are people that I've like I've maybe talked to once in my entire life, like, like, and like I love like it. It's a speakeasy or something. It kind of <laughs> is. Is I like the exclusivity of it. I really do. I really do. And, and I love you guys that you do that. We can't tell if we do that. We I just can't, we can't I, tell you. I fully appreciate how bad you are with technology that you have to bring me on board because I have to come out here now. Well, now we have this new. Cause God I, I, damn I, it! We don't we do a movie <laughs> out here now with a new projector. Yeah, it should be a lot better, a lot easier. Because now, according to this technology, 
we don't have to bring a laptop at all. We just plug no. the USB into it. Boom, yeah. and there it is. Yeah, I like that better, so much better, because yeah. manning the laptop, although the laptop's kind of cool because you can uh, – play music and things like that but you should That's be able true. to you can do that from your phone so yeah the bluetooth you can yeah. bluetooth from spotify yep. from the phone yep. that'd yep. be great all right technology but, talks over but hold on just a second oh, what we God. can't do can What's we that? uh because one thing one fun thing we do is we watch with 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 god all things are possible right okay we use uh we use uh we watch youtube kind of funny things or yes. little concert clips and that kind of how do we do we still have to have the laptop to do that with my new or do you have youtube on your smartphone Oh yeah, we can cast. There it, it is. That's right. That, you have an duh. iPad? Of course I do. Never mind. It Bluetooth from this device. There it already. is. That's it. See, I'm like a therapist. I'm just helping you realize your potential. Oh wow, I can't believe it. So I'm not a slave to my. So folks, I thought I gender. was. We were thinking uh, slave to your gender. <laughs> I was thinking, what if the cops do show up? What are they going to say? And then I realized one of the cops that's probably going to be cruising around downtown. That will not. He would pull up and be like, "Hey, what are you fellas? Oh shit! Hey, Joe, I guarantee you that's what he'll say." Uh, so we're watching it, Top Gun. You want to pull up a chair? So I'm calling out Portia because when Portia was what 15 and a half, maybe mm-hmm. something like that, she didn't have her license. And she got. Oh, pulled. I remember this. Yeah, I she was driving. Her, she didn't have her license. I thought she just made a mistake. She, she her, didn't have her license. Yep, yeah, she was driving her friend's car. It was before school or something. Yeah. Like that. On the intersection yep. of where was it? Was it? Uh, I think it was uh, Portia can correct Wallapai me on this Road one. It's Wallapai Mountain Road, Stockton Hill, and uh, Andy Divine, Divine right there. And she, yeah. I guess, she clipped a curb or something like that. And people are like, "Oh, she must be drunk." It's seven forty in the morning. <laughs> Whatever. I just, I just know that Phil, uh, Phil Hudgens, the uh, the officer that I'm talking about, I, and I've known him. He, Phil has looked forty five since he was sixteen. Now, did he know Portia? Yeah, he knew he exactly who like, she was. Oh, yeah, he saw, was yeah, because he, he was also the resource officer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so he, <laughs> and I've seen him a couple times because uh, he's out on the beat, like downtown, and of course he knows he knows Crystal because they went to school together for years. Right. I went he so Phil Hudgens is the guy that when I my dad registered me for school, um. They just called him into, like, the guidance counselor's office or whatever. You know, this is when I first moved to Kingman and went to KHS. And this guy comes like, oh, this is Phil. He's going to give you a, a tour of the, the campus and show you where your classes are so when you come into school tomorrow, you know where to go. Cool. I thought this guy was a teacher. I shit you not. Hmm. Like, he's looked he's looked 40. We'll call it 40. 35, 40. He's looked, thir- say, 35 since Forever. he was 16. Yeah. I thought he was a teacher. The way he carries himself is very professional. And he still doesn't look like he's aged. Fucking doesn't, doesn't look like he's aged at all. Kind of stuck right Shout there. out to Phil yeah. and whatever anti-aging serum you're taking. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's police issue or what. But he popped by the he popped like at, by out front of the, the wine bar a few weeks ago, and it was like me and Crystal and Nicole were hanging out there. <laughs> and I was like, hey, what's up, Hedgy? Because <laughs> like, I was, you know, intoxicated. And he's like, oh, Joe's here. We're all shocked. And I was like, oh, do we need to talk about our underage drinking years? He's like, no, we don't. I'll see you guys. Have a great night. You know, and just like, hilarious. Good fucking dude. I can't remember what it was. Who called you? Uh, Did he call you when you you pulled over Portia, or how did it go? No, I got, or wait, how did I, how did it? I can't remember how it went. I can't remember either. I know I was in Walmart when I got a phone call, and I think it was Linda that called me. It wasn't Portia. (laughs) I don't think. Shit, now I can't remember. Damn it. Anyway, yeah. I just know that he saw her when he drove by. Right. Because he was headed to Lee Williams. And, of course, where she got pulled over was where everybody turns left. Mm-hmm. Which, now that I've moved from downtown, I thought, oh, I don't have to deal with uh, Lee Williams high school traffic or noise eh, anymore. Well, you do. Fucking wrong answer. <laughs> Folks, we have a traffic problem in Kingman sometimes. Kind of do. Only at certain times of the day. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm... I show up to Blackbridge to work by eight, unless uh, otherwise, uh, you know, unless I have the day off or whatever. But for the most part, I get there by eight o'clock. And you got to plan ahead now a little bit. I do have to plan ahead, and uh, yeah, I waited almost twenty minutes. It was like I timed it. It was like eighteen minutes mm-hmm. to turn left. It was like five or six, seven cycles of the wow of the light to turn left. <laughs> Bless you. Uh. Yeah, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? Because the traffic, 
uh, well, last week before you could have walked to work before so except that i always use my truck at work right like, I, and like well, most I mean, days i work you were, though, yeah in oh yeah but now it takes <laughs> i'm like what the fuck it's so bad but it's 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 so bad it's comical and i kind of just don't i don't i don't it doesn't bother me i just right. it's funny as hell that i moved literally like three miles away from where i used to live and uh I'm still dealing with the exact same traffic that I dealt with before. It's just the other direction. And there's no over, there's no other roads. Nope. It would kind of make sense if there were, like a Puapai Mountain Road to cut across towards town there was, around that shit. Well, there there was talk of doing that through, was it Slaughterhouse Canyon? Right. Through through there, because you used to be able to cross into, like, the across the tracks downtown mm-hmm. uh, until they built the second set of tracks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, like, the 30s or something like that. Which which cut that off, and there's no at-grade crossing down there. Mm-hmm. That the road just kind of dead ends. Um, which is I don't know if you've ever been back there. It's kind of cool. There's uh, a there's a I would if I were to buy a house in Kingman, I would love to have one back in there. Like Slaughterhouse Canyon. You yeah, because it's still like city limits. It's still nice. But it's Canyon. But it's yeah, yeah kinda, it's haunted yeah. allegedly. Yeah, I've heard that it's haunted. I've anyway, flown, I've flown over it. <laughs> we should take your Jeep back in there sometime. Oh, I need to do that. We should, let's do. I haven't had my Jeep out in a while. We should do that. Yeah, sure would be nice. Can't wait till the twenty seventh. Yeah. No, more like the twenty. What the twenty ninth? Are we gonna do a, our crab rural? Oh yeah, we got some we, stuff. Mud bug. We're gonna hot do it from Louisiana. Mud bug burl. Shout out to uh, Trace and Kendra and Kendra because they bought some. Uh, it looks like two giant jars of shit. Of like not boil shit. of uh, yeah crawfish boil spices mm. and stuff. mud bugs. Yeah, I love them so much. I'm gonna eat my fill. Do we um, anyway? Who had? We have what, to order those. What? Yeah, I yeah, you probably should. Probably need to figure that out. Yeah. No, I mean, we, yeah. Well, they you just call them up and they'll send them to you just like next day or oh, yeah, something like that. that. And, yeah. Or we could go to I know Smiths used to sell them back in the day, but I don't know. I I feel like it's probably cheaper to order them from Louisiana than to buy them, you know, $25 a pound or it something like prob- that. It probably is. Yeah, like, and they're going to be more fresh, They kind of know what they're doing in Louisiana. They could probably they're probably you're probably gonna they be know slowing them down. Right, if they're boxing up crawfish. That's probably they know what they're doing. It's an ongoing concern already. Yeah. They're doing it. Ooh, did you see the latest couple clips with uh, Amber Heard? No, she's perjured herself, man. She's perjured herself now, like I think six times. Wow. And they're just kind of sitting on it, like it's been made, like noted and everything like that. And you can see like the terror in her eyes mm-hmm. every time she says something fucking stupid. Wow. She perjured herself. Uh, she kept talking about how she was scared for her life, and she's scared for this, and scared for this, and da da da. And then when they were in what Australia or something, where he when he where he got his finger cut, yes. And uh, like, uh, she said you and her like the the uh, uh, Johnny Depp's lawyer is cross examining Amber Heard, and she says something to the effect of, but uh, and she she had talked about being scared for her life, da da da, and then and then later on, multiple twenty thirty questions later. Then the, you know comes to light. Well, uh, so you text him uh, thirty-eight times in seven minutes, and da, 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 like all that stuff. Uh, you guys were living under the same. You're in the same home, just in separate rooms. Is that correct? She goes, "Yes, that's correct." So you were haranguing him via text message and phone calls, and and you guys are in the same house. The doors are open, correct? She's like, yeah, the, what, what do you mean? She goes, oh, the bedroom door, was, was it locked? Well, no. And she goes, but I thought you were scared for your life. <laughs> and then there was a couple times that she, uh, another, that was one clip, then that just, like, it, what happened there is like, her whole fucking story just fell apart. And I was like, wow. This woman, I'm, I'm, I'm like, God damn, you're. Is he going to win damages from her, you think? How well, that's what the defamation suit have, is about. It's $51 million is that he sued her for. that money, probably. No. Yeah. No, but she'll... I And I don't want the woman to be destitute for the rest of her life. I would like her to get help so she doesn't do this to somebody else. Sure. You know? Um, but the bottom line is is that shit that she... She decided that she was going to pop off about some shit. It turns out that 80% of it seems to be bullshit, seemingly. And uh, that damaged a very, very valuable movie star. Yeah. Like, it damaged his career irreparably for life. Yeah. And sorry, honey, you're going to fucking pay. You're, like, good looks. Good looks only carries you so far. Yep. And her good looks are starting to fall the fuck apart. And if you don't have any substance, eh, I don't know. I got nothing. So I just keep watching it, and I'm like, oh, God, it's just so much worse. It's just worse and worse and worse. Um, 
before we go and take a break, yes, I have some business to discuss. Right now? Yes. Went in front of all the people? Yeah. And Poncho? And Poncho. Meow. Uh, no, it's uh, just uh, Cellar Door, mm-hmm. downtown Kingman, Arizona, yes. right? Our friends Jeremy and Crystal. Uh, let's see. Jeremy, this that's the same the Jeremy who's same part of Sound Hole. Swill Hole. Oh, shit. Not Swill Hole. Sound Hole Plus. Yeah. So today, let's see. Wednesday, May 18th is Justin Larkin, which I that's know. Tomorrow. I, that is that's yes, but this post today. I'm sorry. I know it's I know it's only been 275 episodes. Oh my God, I'm fucking. <laughs> my brain is fried. <laughs> so uh, and and everybody starts. Uh, all of these artists start at 7 p.m. Right. This is uh, okay. entertainment for uh, Cellar so Door. Wednesday, Wednesday, is... May 18th. Justin Larkin. Okay. Thursday, Richard Solis, which Richard is one of the coolest dudes ever, and so freaking talented. Uh, he played Blackbridge a couple weekends ago. With his full band, and I was completely blown away. These are guitar players. He's a, he's a, plays that get fiddle like nobody's mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. My God. Uh, then Friday night is Casey Frank, who we want to have on the podcast. He's, he's incredible. This. Yeah. Uh, Casey Frank is great. And then Monty, Monty Neal. Saturday. I haven't I haven't seen on Saturday. I haven't seen him in forever. I'm, I might have to make it I down there. I haven't seen him in forever that. either. Actually, are you you around this weekend? Uh yeah, I should be. We should go. Yeah, no, uh, I will be. Uh, and um, so yeah, that's great. Anything interesting going on at the uh, brewery? I'm not done. I'm sorry. Open mic night Tuesday, May 24th. For okay. Cellar Door. All, every Tuesday, 7 p.m. is open mic night at Cellar Door. And let me tell you, it's pretty damn cool. I should I should write a poem like a very short a poem. poem. You should and, and just read it like poetry slam. You should write the poem the poem mm-hmm. and and I'll read it while you play the bagpipes as an accompaniment. <laughs> <laughs> And here, here's what the stick, the stick will be. I like this article now. Now it's gonna okay. be funny, because and you're gonna read it, and you you may or may not be on mic, but you won't be turned up that loud. So you'll be reading this really emotional poem where I can I can turn the tears on, man. Like yeah. I'm an oldest and child, like I can do that. Gonna be right there. Where it's gonna be blaringly loud, <laughs> where no one can hear a fucking word you're saying. I need you to play bagpipes <laughs> in the cellar door so badly. It's not funny. <laughs> I think this needs to happen. And then we'll have someone there who's part of the act. Who will be sitting kind of far away? Who would have no chance of hearing yeah. what you said? But they'll be they'll be almost crying too and applauding, and then standing up. Oh my god! Like it's it was beautiful. like it like it changed their DNA. I, it was I so powerful. Like I'm going to go change my life right now. I'm leaving my wife tonight. And they're going, "What? Could you hear what he said?" At all? I'm moving to Barbados with Federico. <laughs> I'm done with my wife. I you thank you, pipe player over there. Thank you, Joe and Paul. <laughs> As I'm just like hey, you, I'm like dabbing my tears with the fucking and that would I, that would kind of be a funny shtick for a comedian to do it would be even okay I, be I just so loud i've got the whole sketch already built in my brain because i'll have a few drops of like m- mascara on on my tissue so when i dab my eyes i it's just like, like it, put mascara on there like my mascara is running like <laughs> this would only be funny to me and you and the one person in the audience we had to pay 10 bucks to do it and like maybe the bum across the street. It's kind of it's kind of uh, uh, like the uh, the whole uh, uh, what's his f- when he's doing the the comedian at the bar and the magician where he's laughing out the because because the the magician just is, is just hate, everything keeps is hate fucking he, fucking he's hate fucking the all audience of his props. is not, not laughing and they're looking oh. back at him and he's laughing they're trying to piece this together as he says <laughs> what the fuck is going on like, here the, why is this magician so angry hey look at that it's a hat and I fucking pulled a a, a rabbit out of it. bang, bang. done look, <laughs> it's, that's it's two pieces of rope it's one piece got it blam fuck no, you get that's it fine. I would I would watch that over and over again that's uh, Patton Oswalt's uh, yes. Him doing some like was it when he was up and coming or something yeah. like that? Because it was a uh, oh my he was God. supposed to get paid seventy five dollars and he actually only got paid twenty five or something. Like that. I think he got paid tw- no. Who was getting paid seventy five and someone's getting paid twenty five? Oh, who who was the headliner? The magician was, was the, the headliner. headliner. That's was the headliner. Right. And then magician was told he wasn't getting paid jack shit, so he did a really shitty job. He was just like really angry. But with he said his he did, what, what was amazing though. He said he said this magician <laughs> was really good. So he said this level of craftsmanship is just pissed off. and <laughs> That's incredible. But yes, I, I, oh God, we need to flesh this out. That's not a bad idea. Show up to open mic night and, and like, with, <laughs> you're reading, you can't, no, can hear you. 
I could just read a recipe for haggis. It could be. It doesn't yeah. even matter. But you could still be dabbing your eyes uh, with, the, with, the, with the Kleenex and the mascara running. No, something I do need to talk about uh, real, real quick, because mm-hmm. I know that the guys listening to the podcast, is uh, we have a new band in Kingman. Oh, uh, they're, they're a cover band, right, to start off. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're really good. <clears throat> they're called the Cover Caps. Okay? Really? Yeah, a... All three of them work at American Woodmark, which is hilarious. That cover, ca- there's a there's a handful of references in like their imagery and their uh, their name that are references to working at American Woodmark. Okay, which a shitload of people in this town have done, and they really haven't changed a lot of processes out there. It's the biggest factory. It's got to be in Kingman, uh, probably. Yeah. So they make cabinets, folks, for like Home Depot, for example. The cover caps are uh, playing Blackbridge this Friday, May twentieth. And they are like rock and roll. What, what, what do they do? Uh, yeah, they they mainly play uh, uh, both kinds of music, country oh, and, and western. And <laughs> they play like nineties fucking. They grunge. play. They they, they, they play. They don't play grunge. Paul Grunge is dead. I know. Just let it fucking go. Just let it go, man. I'm bringing my plaid. It's been almost thirty years since Kurt Cobain died. I know. Can't believe it. Anyway, what what do they do? Seriously. Uh, they 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 play everything. Okay. Um. And everything. I'm and I'm. They play everything. They, <laughs> this band plays. This band plays everything. They play Revolution. They play Stick Figure. Those are two reggae bands for those of you that don't know. Uh. They play some Bob Marley. They play some Led Zeppelin. They play some Beatles. They play wow. Gorillas. They play. Jesus, like there's so much stuff. Cage the Elephant. They play. There's there there's when they. I met these guys probably four months ago, five months ago. They, the couple of them, two of the three, came into Blackbridge, asking, you know, who who does uh, you know the booking? And I said, oh, it's uh, it's it's me. It's all of us, but it's 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 kind of primarily me. Cool. We're uh, we just started a band. Uh, we're still a little green, but we want to play here. You know, I'm like, what do you guys think about uh, April? Like end of April? They're like, eh, can you give us into May? So they did a little trial run last. Why are you? What are you I'm doing? Ready for our break for music? Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> All uh, right. Go ahead. They play. Go ahead. They and yeah. so they played a little trial run last Thursday, and uh, oh. to a, a good sized crowd, and everybody seemed to have a lot of fun and enjoyed them. So they're playing uh, May twentieth. They're going to start. That, was that when you were telling me you had to be downtown for a band that was? When, 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 was that earlier Thursday night? Week? That was, it was then. last week. Okay. Got yep. it. So they played uh, just a brief, like a like a thirty five or forty minute set. Mostly to get over kind of the jitters, you know, mm-hmm. because only one of the or one of the guys in the band he's never even played on stage, mm-hmm. and the other two, it, well, the one guy Jim, Jim's been in. He's he. It's funny because you got like two guys that are in their like late twenties, and then you got Jim who's mid sixties, and he's an <laughs> incredible bassist. Okay, he is the Paul Gaines of playing bass. That's really I sh- weird. Shit, you not know he is so goddamn good. You know how somebody brings like a broken airplanesy in here, and they'll be like. Hey, I, I fucked it up. Can you fix it? And you're like, Yeah, I've already got it fixed in my brain, like 18 different ways. I'm gonna charge you eighty thousand dollars, and I'll see you in six go, weeks. Okay. Then you're a fucking expert. Like you can just kind of look at it. I got it. That's how he is. Mm. He knows. He when they first started practicing, he had never heard any of the songs that they wanted to play except for one Led Zeppelin song. Everything okay. else, it was new, new to him. And but he didn't need to need to know because he was just said he's that good. They're like, Oh, what key is it in? I'll figure it out. And I went to one of their practices. I'm like, oh, shit. I forgot Jim's that good. Because it's been a long time since I've seen him play. So anyway, so these guys. They, all of them are from American Woodmark? Yeah. All of them? Yeah. Oh, so cool. they have a few references to American okay. Woodmark shit. But they're bringing a bu- they're, they're presumably a bunch of people that they work with. And we'll they're be playing. There. Blackbridge. When again? May 20th. Friday, May 20th. Which is this Friday. This, that is this Friday. I also need to throw out there that there is a another occasion uh, for a party at Blackbridge, and it's a little bit somber, but it's uh, to celebrate life. Is um, Mikey Sutton? Uh, a lot of people called him Wheels. Oh, uh, he was a you know a friend of mine, friend of Blackbridge, a regular there. He passed a while back, though. He didn't passed he? a couple years ago. Okay. May twentieth is his birthday. I see. So it'll be two years since he passed. Okay. And uh, his mom set up a little like I think she, there's gonna be some food and maybe have some decorations and stuff like that. Uh, and we're happy to facilitate that. Also, for those of you that may not have known him well or have, may have seen him around, we're talking about a guy with a, like a punk rock denim jacket with patches of metal bands and punk bands and whatnot on it. Also one of the sweetest, coolest fucking dudes I've ever met in my entire life and had a great sense of humor about being in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. 
No, I remember him. Do you well. remember him yeah. winning our oh, yeah. first costume contest yes. at Blackbridge's Halloween? Yes. Do you remember what he was? I forgot, but I remember that. He was a tank. Oh, that's right. <laughs> a shitty oh, cardboard spray-painted green hilarious. tank. It was one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen in my life, and I still crack up thinking about it. So, uh, so Friday's a good night, though. Friday's going to be, be a good night. Because Casey yeah. Frank will be at Salvador. He's always a and good bet. Cover caps across the street yeah. and Mikey Sutton's service, not service, but uh, like a little celebration of his birthday. Yeah. And also there's going to be a pizza truck there. There's a new pizza truck in, ta- in town. Really? Like a, yeah. Yeah, they're going to be there. I, I honestly am f- I, I do not have a name, I, and I don't know what this that is. This town's got too much pizza and too much Mexican food. Yeah, I love it when I see those... The, <laughs> I love it when I see those comments on right. Facebook or uh, it's folks. It's just Facebook. How can you have too much uh, pizza? First of all, well, that's the thing. Is like uh, you have all these. Uh, there's like too much pizza. Yeah, that's what we need. Another pizza joint slash Mexican place. Blah blah blah. Uh-huh. Except all of those places are fucking packed. Right. So clearly we do. Shut and the fuck why up. Why don't you step up and start your own yeah. fucking? Why don't you faux place or something? Oh, that um, would be nice. Yeah, that would be nice. Fu. Fu, not faux. Whatever. Fur. Don't fur it in. Don't fuck it up. I haven't been to a... Pro- I Ooh, that'd be in the name fu- of it. Don't fuck. Don't fuck it up. Fuck it up. I can take you to the best one in, uh, in within probably 200 miles of here. It's in Las Vegas. Let's go. And it was... Right now. I was, I'm not going to tell anybody. Okay. I'm not telling anybody what it's called. Okay. Don't ask me to. It's going to be ruined if you do? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, the guy, uh, a friend of mine's a doc uh, in the ICU... I asked, he's from Vietnam, and I asked him, where where would you go to if, uh, in Vegas? Because I was taking Porsche up there for a birthday years ago. And he goes, oh, this place. And it's I'm like, that right off the freeway? I can see that from the... And he's like, yeah. Yeah, I did, it's in a strip mall. And I'm like, nah, sometimes those are the best places. He goes, that that tastes like what my mom made when I was a kid. Wow. I'm like, all right, I'm sold. So if you have your act together, is pho hard to do? Like, someone could do pho, and it's not that difficult. True or not? It's not that difficult. So, like, if you... You know, like, pizza's not that hard to do once you have the proper oven... You know, a lot of greens you can. Well, you just need a pot there and some bones. There you go. It's it's time consuming, like making a proper ramen broth. The, it's the, a pho broth is not. It can be as complicated, as, or as easy as you want. What about the noodles themselves? Can you? A lot of people. Those probably they 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 probably make it at this place. Probably. I don't know. Maybe. But you can buy it in bulk. Well, it's kind of like tortillas. Like yeah. You can make really really good entrees and all the stuff to go on tortillas. But you should probably let a tortilleria do it and make it, unless you're making them at home. Mm-hmm. Because to mass produce the amount of that of tortillas that you need, you know, it you it's cost prohibitive. Yeah. Right. So you let a tor- uh, tortilleria do it, make there's their own. Probably a decent one. Not I that think bad they would do the can, same thing at with pho. They're like two dollars for a thousand tortillas or something. Right. Yeah, I love going to the tortilla <laughs> factories, man. Mm. Anyway, right, hey, so let's it. let's take a break, folks. We'll be right back.
So I was uh, driving back from downtown this late this morning, and uh, I heard two out of three ain't bad from Mr. Loaf. Oh, Loaf. And I haven't heard that. I think the last time I heard that was we, we played it as uh, after he passed away. Yeah. It was on our break music or whatever, I believe. Yeah. And uh, I hadn't heard it on the the radio. <laughs> it was satellite radio. Um, <laughs> it's like you listen to terrestrial radio. In forever. In forever. And it's like, oh, and it was awesome. I was slowing down a little bit. It's one of the few times lately that yep. I wanted to hear the whole song before I got here. I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm like, oh, this is a great song. And I knew all the words. You know, I, it's, it's one of those... And uh, and then I thought, didn't Mr. Loaf die? <laughs> die from co- I think he may have died from COVID. I didn't. I never actually heard how he died. Maybe yeah. maybe we now know. I think he caught COVID. That was one of his last uh, Instagram or Facebook posts that he had COVID or something. Mr. Loaf. <laughs> I don't even know his name. That's terrible right now. Uh, a day is his last name. A D A Y. And I'm hungry. It's meat. I think it's meat. meat. I'm really, really hungry. No one gives a shit. I have not had hardly anything to eat today. I am really, really hungry. So before we go down and test out our... We should order... Yeah, he died of COVID. Wow. We should order <laughs> something delivered at the... <laughs> The parking lot. You're so ridiculous. Why don't we do that? No, I think we should go to El Palacio, get some margaritas and uh, a quick bite to eat. Oh, and it's then right across the street. Yep. Oh, that's a much better idea. I know. I, I'm full of great ideas. Okay. That's a great idea. We just walk across the street. We got the truck already there with the stuff in it. You know, your truck, my, whatever, just sitting out there. Just ready to go. And then we'll have dinner and a margarita and then just walk out there and set it up. Yeah. Okay, we gotta hurry up. Yeah, we gotta do that. We gotta get so up. why did you bring up Meatloaf and bump me out? Oh, I'm sorry. The two, I don't know. It's like it's one. Of, it's a really good song. It's a. It's one of the best songs ever written. Right. And I don't think Meatloaf did the. I don't think he did the best rendition. I still like the Nitty Gritty Dirt oh, Band that's version right. better, we, we which you that. said you had never heard before. That's correct. I forgot yeah. about that. I I don't know. It's a. It, it's up there with. Uh, I don't know. Like I to me, it's one of those love songs that's up there with like. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Fire and Rain is not really a love song, but um, man, I can't think of anything else that's even up there at the top. Power of Love by, well, that Celine Dion did, I think, which actually that reminds me. Folks, I know it dropped today, and apparently I'm a little bit too much of a Rebel Wilson fan, but uh, she's got a new movie out on Netflix called Senior Year, and it's fucking hilarious. Really? That's what I was going to talk about on this second segment. Okay. But hold on a second. Okay. Uh, uh, We're going to still talk about Meatloaf. He died. He's he dead. Died. Uh, oh my god! See, I'm, my blood sugar is really low. Mm, meatloaf. Two or three. Oh, it has to do with love songs. That's to do with. Uh, oh, the actual song. Two or three in bed. Okay. See, I didn't really analyze it. I, I I loved it. I knew the words, but then I really started listening to it when he died, and I thought that's really sad. I mean, he, it's a breakup song. It's like two out of three, but you know, you know, uh, I want you, I want you, I need you, but there ain't no way I'm ever gonna love you. But don't be sad. It's like the three things. Yeah, I'm not I, I want and need you, but I'm not gonna love you. Yeah, so I'm out of here. You know, so that's it was like a breakup song. Yeah, they were together for a while. It's still a good love song. Yeah, it is. And uh, but yeah, because love songs don't always end in happiness. No, no, no. All love songs are sad. Well, well, yeah, uh, well, to a certain degree. I mean, well, actually, it reminds me of, like one of my favorite love songs. One it, it, to me of a uh, quote unquote my generation, which is stupid because it should be a uh, trans generational. But um, like my mom is one of the only people I know over the age of sixty that know can name like five band of horses songs. Right, right, and so she's abnormal. So they they wrote a song, uh, shit, twelve years ago now, maybe fifteen years ago. Uh, called No One's Gonna Love You, which anybody who's heard that song has gone through a breakup or has lost a person mm-hmm. that they love or, you know, just misses them or whatever, is probably going to start crying right now when I talk about it mm-hmm. because no one's going to, you know, no one's going to love you like I do, so on and so forth. It's a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, I, I first heard them perform it live probably eight years, or no, shit, mm, 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. Ten, or no, about 10 years ago. So I first heard them perform it live, probably te- call it 10 years ago. And the singer who wrote the song, like he he 
says, all right, folks, this is going to be one. I know it's one of y'all's favorite songs. It's one of the hardest songs for me to sing because I wrote it about uh, my first wife, and I'm now remarried, and not... Uh, I told her, I said, I, I know you probably don't like me singing this song, uh, but it's it's a reflect, reflection of a certain time in my life and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And and sang it, and, like, the tone, the, the, the changed, he changed the tone of it, not the lyrics, not the key, mm-hmm. but instead of being a big, bombastic, the whole band, it was just him, uh, his guitar, and their, their lead guitarist singing, right? Okay. That was it. And that was uh, that song was written when he was very deeply, deeply in love with a woman, mm-hmm. and then they weren't anymore. Mm-hmm. But he still had to perform the song, mm-hmm. so the emotions are different. They're fi- they're right. they're run through a different filter. Well, then a little while later, CeeLo Green, you know CeeLo oh, Green, yeah. right? CeeLo Green covered that song mm-hmm. and did an incredible version of it that I would almost say rivals the original. Wow! Which and that's one of my favorite bands and one of my Green's favorite songs. Fucking talented, he's so fucking talented and. Yeah. He uh, put out that record uh, with his, with uh, that had "fuck you" on it. That was like the big hit that was on there. Remember that song? <laughs> yes, and remember we was on Colbert. Forget you, and then like he did the Fox News. Fox News. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do remember the, that. Change the fuck you to Fox News. So on that same That's album, funny. he covered uh, that Band of Horses song. Uh, no one's gonna love you, mm-hmm. and he did it in this big band funk kind of late late 60s early 70s funk soul kind of thing mm-hmm. and it was so incredible and the guys in band of horses were like what the fuck so by the time he came around and, and covered it 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 felt different it hit differently yeah if that makes sense yeah and CeeLo I never I've never seen CeeLo Green perform it live but I watched a live performance of him of, of, of just on YouTube mm-hmm. and he said you know the Talk to the boys who wrote this song and very much in love when they wrote it and you can tell by the lyrics and then I uh, saw them perform it a few years later and come to find out that the the you know the, the guy that wrote it broke up with the lady and they weren't in love anymore and he played it a little bit differently and I'm thinking holy shit I fucking had the same this exact same experience mm-hmm. and he goes well what these lyrics mean to me they mean that love is strong always and i'm the strongest and then goes right into the song and i'm like jesus christ so like you can take the exact same lyrics yeah and perform a a a a a piece that's the cool thing about because it's a it's art right because yeah you perform differently and then it's the same thing with a painting that two people could really really like but then you say okay write down what this painting how it moves you whatever right and then someone else could really love it as well let's say equally if you can measure that and then they could describe why they like it, and then it could be completely different. You know, that's what's so cool about art. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, what was uh, what was um, song by Chris Isaac? Wicked game. Also, a song I heard today, a different rendition of it. Which oh, did was you really? Far more. Uh, yeah, it's weird. It's a. It's a. Oh, and I'm sure if Jeremy listens, uh, Jeremy Green listens to this episode, he'll be like, he'll just roll his eyes because he gives me shit for it. it. But I, I, there's a genre of like of EDM called Tropical House. Okay. And it's it's that house beat 100 and, 105 beats per minute to maybe mm-hmm. 120 130 right that's a good groove and it's a good chill vibe but a lot of these have like tropical sounding instruments in it and things like that well I heard a wicked game version of it today and I was like what oh, I don't think I can handle this but it was a female singer mm-hmm. who, who's a natural alto which oh. I don't know if you like that's a lower like yeah, basically the yeah, lowest yeah, female yeah. voice. There's very tr- very few true altos I'm out trying there. Trying to think of one that I that everybody would know. Um, <sighs> anyway, go ahead. I, I don't I even know, know. I know. I know one. I, I a mainstream <clears throat> one. Shit, I can't think of one. Uh, now nah, too old. What the fuck is her name? The Ella Fitzgerald. No, 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 no. <laughs> Not Melissa Etheridge, but oh, Katie, other... Katie Lang. Katie yes. Lang would be the Katie about the Lang only was, one I can yeah, think of yeah, right yeah. offhand. Which I have not a couple for CDs. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> Do you play them in your time machine? <laughs> CDs, CDs. Nuts. Anyway, I didn't know. I remember hearing a and, uh, a uh, interview with Chris Isaac on that one, and it was he wrote. I think we talked about this on this show before. Yeah, that he wrote it. Um, he had a phone call with his girlfriend, and and she wanted to come over and talk to him about whatever it was, and it was like a fifteen minute car ride. And he knew why she was coming over to break up with him. 
Right. And he whipped out these lyrics in about 15 minutes, he said, and that's what it is. And if you, in that, if you think about that and from him in that context, if I, that's what it was. She yeah. came over to Brooke, you know, what a wicked game you play to make me feel this way. What a good thing you do to make me think of you. And I never fall in love again, whatever, with you, with you, with you uh, whatever those, all the lyrics are. But there are, it, You got all of them. You just nailed them very quickly. <laughs> it was like listening to Snow's Informer. Right. Remember that one? So, no. But no. He, uh, well, I probably do. Bullshit. Kevin, cue that up. Oh, ha. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, that it's really cool to listen to artists if they have a story behind the song. Especially if it's really, I mean, truly true. Like he, like, he loved this woman and he knew she was coming over to break up with him. And he's like, and he whips out this fucking, his top song probably. Yep. And it's a real deal. Um, I think, that from what I understand from most songwriters... The big, incredible hits, the the most well-written stuff, it just comes to them in a matter of minutes. Right. Yeah. Because it's, that's, it's that real and that natural. Right. They're not struggling with it. Like, I don't know, writer's block. No, you don't have writer's block. You just, that's it. You just let it flow out of you. Yeah. And, um. <laughs> Wicked game. What a, and, and the, the, I love the story behind, uh, and thank you. Praise Jesus for pop-up videos because I oh, still yeah. remember shit that I learned on that. Uh, that I can't remember who the model is because she went on to do big things in the video for Wicked Game. Oh, yeah. They started actually yeah. making out and things got real hot and heavy and then the director said cut and they're like still going at it. <laughs> like, do you, like Chris Isaac is like, I, I don't know how to put this, but we were definitely dry humping. And I'm like, huh, I'm sorry, what? Right. Okay. How could you not with her? Well, yeah, and he's Chris Isaac. He's on yeah. top. Of, well, I don't know. Nobody, maybe nobody knew who Chris Isaac was at that time. Maybe not. I don't know. Like, uh, well, you're an old timer. Did yeah. he have any hits before that? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. What was the? Uh, what were you saying? The poor was the uh, uh, um, CeeLo Green covered. What was the song you said? Uh, no one's gonna love you. Okay, and then so imagine um, if you're a pretty well known artist like Band of Horses, mm-hmm. and you're you fairly well known artist group, whatever. And then you hear that CeeLo Green or someone like that covered your song. Right. That'd be so fucking cool because they probably love CeeLo Green too. Yeah. They're like, he did? Let me tell you. Oh, my God. Let me hear it. I actually, I'm glad you brought this up because I actually happen to know a little bit of, about the story, a little bit of background info. Okay. CeeLo Green contacted somehow uh, those guys in Band of Horses and was like, and said he wanted to cover one of their songs. They said, which one? And said, no, no one's going to love you. And I'm like, yeah, you can do that. But can we cover your song, Georgia? Oh, because nice. they're because you know like a uh, half of the like the was it the singer Ben Ben Bridwell his I think his they're based the band's based out of South Carolina, mm-hmm. but I know that his family is either from Georgia or his dad went to Georgia. I just know he's a big Bulldogs fan. Mm-hmm. So and they said yeah, as long as we can cover Georgia, and he said hell yeah, you can cover Georgia. Mm-hmm. Well, then years later. Uh, several years later, and I've tried. I've bid on it and lost. They released a 45. They released a single of uh, Band of Horses' version of Georgia, CeeLo Green's song, and CeeLo, and, and on the B-side, CeeLo Green's No One's Gonna Love You, like like the covers of each other's songs cool. on one single. That's and I'm really like, cool. I have to have this 45. Yeah. But uh, bidding got to like $75. I'm like, nah, no, not for two songs. That's so cool. It is cool. I like that they that uh, <clears throat> as artists that they're 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 cool with that. And you have that much talent. I'm sure they probably performed that on stage live. The two, I bet they got together at some point, right? They, I, not that I know of. Right. Well, that wouldn't that be really well. CeeLo Green's version that. would take about a 30 piece band, and it, 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 it's not just something. It <laughs> right. would have to be the guys in Band of Horses are within 50 miles of where he's where he's playing. You know, where CeeLo right. Green's playing. Right. But, uh, but it's so cool to be a talent and then have someone that you really respect and love their music to want to cover your. Your work, because you yeah. want to know how they, you want to know how they interpreted it, how they, how do they put it together? Yeah, you know, yeah. And then when he puts together this, I'll play it for you when we get off here, because it's fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, that's kind of like then when Harry met Sally, like, oh, Sally has a fantastic way of ordering. She she orders uh, things on the menu that, that even the yeah. chef had no idea. <laughs> and yes, I did watch that movie last week, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Emily is Aunt Emily. <laughs> Folks, if you have that one chunk, that scene, that whole it, the whole thing, pictionary thing, it, the pictionary, <laughs> the Aunt Emily thing, the but double, also, double date or whatever it is in the apartment of somebody. Oh, in New York. Holy fuck! It's so the whole thing is so funny, and I just I asked her where it. she was when Kennedy was. Sh- she said Ted Kennedy was, was shot. <laughs> it 
We've said this so many times on the show. I, it's so stupid. It, it's so dumb. But, oh, my God. I, I need more people to watch When Harry Met Sally because it's a timeless fucking classic. The writing on that is just fantastic. It's so, so good. Nora Ephron. Like, yeah, rest in peace. Mm. God damn. I was going to watch Sleepless in Seattle the other night, and then I was like, nah, I can't do that. I'll fall asleep. Too much Harry Connick. I love Harry right. Connick Jr., but it's like at some point I just get all drowsy. That is a thing. You've got to think about that now because it's like you, it, you know they're great movies, but sometimes they're sad, but they're happy at the end of Sleepless yeah. in Seattle. But it does. It's a it's a well done movie. But in the right, if you're at home and you're kind of relaxed, you're gonna just start nodding off. I will fucking nod off, especially yeah. if this smooth jazz music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, do you got anything else? No. All right, I'm let's, hungry. Let's, let's go get this. Let, let, I have to go feed a Paul, folks. Let's I'm go sorry. Watch okay. Top Gun. All right. Oh God. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, if, we if don't the need bail money. Parking lot against the wall. It's gonna be great. Jesus Christ! I, the more. The more we talk about it, the more felonious it sounds. It does. It's kind of weird. All right. We'll see you guys, folks, broadcasting next week from jail. Goodbye.